You're listening to the Weekend Warrior Show, presented by Cedar Sinai on ESPN LA 710 and the ESPN app. What's going on, LA? This is Kobe Bryant. I grew up with Fritos corn chips. That was the extent of my Mexican food. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Mm, they were good, though. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. So excited to talk to my guests, Marsha, Nathan, Natasha from Mint Surfboards. Marsha, thanks so much, and thanks to the gang for getting up early to be with us. Thank you for having us. I can't thank you guys enough because I'm back in the game. Thanks to you guys surfing it up in Ventura. I just love it. Give us some background, Marsha. How did Mint Surfboards get started what did you do for a living before this all happened? Where did you grow up? What did your father do for a living? Well, um, Mint Surf got started by the three of us, but the whole idea came after I was a designer in corporate America for about 21 years. And, you know, mm. as the economy, yeah, as the economy tanked, so did a lot of layoffs. So I was laid off after 21 years with the same company. And it mm. kind of left me wondering, what do I do next? And so Nathan and I had become friends with Tasha through her shaping a custom board for me. And just for all the ding repairs that Nathan needed on his board, um, we became friends <laughs> with her. Exactly. And so as our friendship grew with Tasha, you know, I realized that I didn't want to go back into corporate America. And we just decided, hey, let's do something together. And <laughs> With a, with a lot of support from some really kind of big people in the surf industry, we just decided, let's just do it. And we opened up Mint Surf. Amazing. And where did you grow up? What did your dad do? I grew up on the East Coast, actually, like in the mid-Atlantic, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Delaware area, as did Nathan. Hmm. And my, my dad was actually a doctor. Wow. Now, how did surfing enter your life? Well, I moved out here because of my job with that company. And, you know, I never surfed when I was on the East Coast. It was something I always wanted to do. And once I moved out here, I just decided, hey, that's something I've always wanted to do. And I started doing it. And I just really fell in love with it. And after several years, I just wanted to figure out a way to get involved in the surf industry. And it just kind of all fell into place. I want to, wow, that's amazing. I want to ask Nathan a question because Nathan, you take so much pride in how you built the, the area that you guys do the restoration, the shaping bays they're called. I want to play a soundbite for you. Steve Paulette, can we play for him from the Getty restoration number eight? So the stretcher was made here in-house. Uh, we're very lucky here at the Getty in that we have professional carpenters. They worked with us to come up with a design that involves Alaskan cedar, which is a very light but very strong straight-grained straight wood, as well as using a very light but solid support that is, is two layers of very light, thin aluminum with polyethylene in between so that we were able to provide in the sort of open spaces of the stretcher, we were able to put um, a solid material that you're not aware of from the front so that there's no flapping, let's say, around of the canvas itself as it travels. There may not be creativity 
in creating the original surfboard, but one might argue it's more difficult to actually restore someone else's work. And that requires a tremendous amount of creativity and you need your own custom tools, workplace, team of carpenters. Is that something you experienced in building the shop, Nathan? We kind of, we got a little bit lucky. There was uh, the shaping bay was the former tenant had already had that space set up. And so we made a few alterations to it. We put a, a barn door on it and then we painted it, installed the lighting and the ventilation and everything and transformed it into this really, really neat space now that shapers can come in and use. And then we, Marsha is one who built out the little standing room. Oh, yeah. So we have a little space that we can do the standing and contain all the, the dust and everything there, kind of a separate hmm. space for that. I want to ask both you, before I get to Tasha, both Marsha and Nathan, which is the greatest thing that you're a married couple in business together, repairing surfboards. I think this is like the coolest thing in the world. But riddle me this. What is it that you enjoy, it seems, more about repairing someone else's work rather than actually building it from the ground up, creating the original surfboard? It's got to be something harder to do, I would argue. But what is it that draws you to this field? Well, uh, I love surfing. We both love surfing. And me personally, it's always been my characteristic to fixing things. I think when you're put in that position, you do have to think differently. You do want to respect what the previous person did. And I don't know, it's just been something that I've always enjoyed to be able to fix something, get somebody back in the water or just give something back to a person that they've obviously cared about or or loved. Mm, Not starting from scratch, not starting from the beginning, not introducing someone to the love of surfing, but to restore their love back to them is a different place. That's interesting. How about you, Nathan? I like seeing uh, all the different boards that we get in and the aesthetics, how they've been shaped and the differences from all the the different boards and the fin setup and the, the rocker and the rails and you name it. That's the entire structure of it. And it's, it's always really fascinating. We get some old boards in and like, wow, we've never seen one of these before and really get to enjoy that aspect of it. So you're more of an, you're more of an art connoisseur. You're one of those folks who's like a food critic, like the great Jonathan Gold was, who loves going to the different restaurants and is at all not interested in making the food himself as a gourmet chef. He's a gourmet eater. You're a surfboard <laughs> eater not a surfboard chef, right? Yeah, I'm always like, oh, wow, look at this board. This is a beautiful board. (laughs) I want to ask Natasha about the rewarding aspects and what it feels like to take a difficult problem, whether it's the color, the location of the ding. It matters if it's on the side or on the nose or in the tail of the board. It matters what the material is made of and matching the color in my board was really a challenge. But before I get that answer, Tasha, I want to play a soundbite and see what your reaction to it is. Let's play Steve Paulette, Getty Museum, number nine, the reaction of the folks from Iowa to when the surfboard was finished and it's done, when the mural by Jackson Pollock was finished, and what a joy it was for the repair people, the restoration people, 
to be in the presence of the customer. Let's play number nine. The most rewarding part of this project undoubtedly was uh, the painting was installed, the gallery is looking great. And then we had a group of about 50 VIPs from Iowa who came um, all the way from Iowa to the opening. They were dressed up, this was a big occasion for them, and they all just went silent and they started applauding. Now, they've known this painting for 30 or 40 years, they've lived with it. Um, they know it's important, it's, it's, it's relevance. They're deeply proud that Iowa has this painting. And to have that sort of reaction from them, um, just the appreciation that we'd clearly done something right. What are your thoughts when you hear that, Tasha, about the success getting it right for you and for the customer? Well, I, I believe that that is kind of the ultimate goal with any repair, any restoration, and it really is a team effort. As you can imagine, we get all kinds of repairs in here, boards that are completely split apart, noses that we have to reconstruct from, from new foam to get the rocker right, to get the color right. Marsha, again, is a designer. She's an amazing color matcher. We can all do repairs, and with that added touch, she can do old logos, recreate those. We can put on restoration, color matching. So when the customer comes in, a board's all polished, color matched, reconstructed perfectly, their reaction is really kind of what drives us. And we treat every board as if it was our own. And that's really unique. I've worked in several um, environments where that wasn't the case. And we brought that into mm -hmm. the main objective. Can you take me through, Nathan and Marsha, what, the two of you, what's your most difficult board that you had to repair and teach the listener about the location, making a difference in terms of the challenges of where the ding is, whether it's the front, the side, the bottom, the top. What was the most challenging repair you've had, Nathan? I'll jump in. And this is actually a project that Natasha and I worked on. By the way, this, this, Marsha, this proves that you truly are a married couple because this is what happens, you know, when I'm at Cedars. And, and Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Whatever needs her knee replaced, or I should say Mr. Whatever needs his knee replaced, I ask him, when are you having pain? He, he doesn't say anything. From the corner of the room is the wife who's not having this surgery. She screams out, it's killing him all the time. And the poor guy hasn't said a word. She's answering all the questions. So terrific. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to someone in my office. Thanks. This is terrific. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Well, good job. Nathan. This was a, yeah. <laughs> well, he's the smart one in that he, um, he pushes all the different, he doesn't words. say anything. <laughs> yeah, right. He, he knows that, uh, he's smart in that he pushes all the difficult stuff to, uh, me and Tasha. He's like, ah, yeah. um, but, but, uh, this was something Tasha and I worked on, I, I was more involved in the color aspect of it, but the, the challenge was it was a beautiful, beautiful Cooperfish board that Gene uh, Cooper shaped. And unfortunately, it flew off the top of the customer's car and oh. the board just got wrecked. And so the challenge was not just to get it back in the water so that it was watertight and surfable, but also 
bring it back cosmetically because it was severely damaged. And it was definitely a thought process. And Tasha really was the creative person who came up the the solution for it. And it entailed just different things, you know, let's try this. If that didn't work, she was willing to kind of start from scratch again and just make Mm -hmm. sure we could get the board back and keep all these things in mind, the weight, you know, don't add too much and make it solid, all of that. And it was just amazing how you can get the board shape exactly to the way it was before. And that really takes a skill from somebody who understands shaping. And that's where mm. with Tasha, I mean, her, her skill set is the ability to understand, you know, what the bottom should be again, knowing the rails, just all of that, the rocker. And it was definitely a challenge. I mean, the entire board had damage, except for the fin, which was glassed in, which was just the strangest thing ever. I mean, every part of that board was destroyed and just the fin survived. So together we figured out the best way to cosmetically get the board close to what it was before and in some ways enhance it. So that was by far the most challenging repair we've ever seen in here. What I find most fascinating just talking with you guys, particularly talking to you right now, Marsha, is the passion you have. And I don't care whether you're an IT tech, you're an electrician, you're the president of a big company, you're a surgeon. You want in life is passion for something. And you guys certainly have the passion. And it's a beautiful thing just to listen to you talk about it. Half the people listening right now don't know one end of a surfboard from another, but they can tell how much you love doing what you're doing And that's what you want with your life. So good for you guys to put together something you should be very proud of, which is a place where you can restore the joy for all of your customers. And I am one of them. Being able to ride that board, knowing where that ding was, and I couldn't ride it the way it was, you've given me my life back on the ocean. I can't thank you guys enough. And thanks so much for getting up early to be with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you. All right. All right. God bless you guys. See you later. And thanks so much for joining us. All right, Warriors, we'll take a break. The number is 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN.